people welcome back to another episode of the arsenio buck perspective man i am so grateful to be bringing you back again to a wonderful podcast and this one it is so much about high performance but it's about me me being so fully fulfilled that i can actually turn down work you know i'm gonna have to give you this story i might have talked about it very sparingly over the course of the last year and a half but you guys or you know uh, again i have a lot of newcomers on here too so i'm just gonna have to just you know tell it from the beginning well on january 20th as i saw in my previous email that i had sent to this place 2020 people i think thailand registered the first uh case of covid in january 16th i think kobe bryant died within the past 10 days and this is how far like how long ago this was right well, I applied to this job because this guy by the name of Steve, who I have worked for at a testing center, and you guys know them because remember, I worked up country and all that good stuff. He said, hey, apply to my place. We need some teachers. I said, okay. And so I went to this place and they had three prime locations, given the fact that they're literally like, seriously, like my part-time job, which I'm free to teach wherever I want. It doesn't matter. They're in the same building. So there are no excuses to why I can't work there or even work at the other branch, which is like a, just like a sky train right away. And so I get on, you know, the call with this lady, probably January 20th or 21st. And me at the time, of course, I was still looking for work because I didn't know my true capabilities at that time. I didn't go through the transformation program, life coaching program, healing sessions. I didn't have anyone, anyone very powerful in my life to bring the, the guidance and show me exactly the true potential of what I had. But going back to that specific situation i remember talking to this lady and you know she said hey uh okay uh where do you live okay uh you live work here okay we just want to make sure there's no problems with you being in the same building as ours yada yada i'm like no there's no problem but nonetheless what ended up happening she's like can you come in and do a teaching demo now the thing is teaching demos were very prevalent back in 2013, 14, 15, just to see there's no measurement of uh, like a teacher demo. It doesn't measure the true intelligence of a teacher. Uh, and if the teacher is poor at presenting, they're going to end up doing very bad at a demo. It's kind of like the all these bullshit tests that non-native uh, non English speakers have to take. It doesn't measure intelligence or anything, especially the whole conversation thing where they just base it off bias, right? And I'm like, um, I said to myself, I said, okay, Arsenio, your ego's saying, fuck you, you don't need to do it. But at the same time, they do need to see how you work. And I'm like, but Arsenio, you already, at the time, my podcast wasn't as big as it is today, right? But I'm like, with all these YouTube videos, I didn't have a thousand subscribers yet. I didn't have, I don't even know, I probably had 120,000 podcast plays up to that point uh, versus, you know, the almost 400,000 I have now. And I'm just like, no, I have some videos of me uh, training at several companies and you could base it off that. And so I sent it to them and then they just, they read it and they never contacted me. I gave them a 24 hour window. You have 24 hours to contact me and approve. Hey, can you do this? Okay. And base it off the opinions of the other students. See Thailand, they have a very secular mindset of African-Americans and black people in general. If you're blonde, bl uh, if you're blonde, blue eyed, fair skin, from any country, even Russia, they could get a job over me more than I can get a job here. Same thing as Vietnam and all the other Southeast Asian countries. Oh, and you don't even want to talk about the juggernauts in Japan, horrific China and disgusted Korean. No offense to them, you know, because I know my ESL podcast, I have a lot of huge listeners and film producers and people from all walks of life from these types of countries. 
But I'm just telling you from my previous experience in other and living vicariously through others, it is very difficult as an African American or anyone colored in general to work in Asia, right? And so now, of course, no, for me, no, because obviously I'm like the top 1% and I'm like, yeah, right, get the fuck out of here, right? And so nonetheless, she never contacted me, I blocked him. I say, you're not going to disrespect me like that. And so why am I telling you this? Well, I'm out with, you know, one of my friends and I'm having uh, a dinner. And then I look at my phone and the next thing you know, I see an email from this language center. And it said, uh, Arsenio, we were trying to contact you. We want to see if you're still available in Bangkok. I said, boy, y'all must have ran out of the blonde hair, blue eye, fair skin teachers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let me get a sip of that latte. Now, I said, are you shitting me? And I'm like, what? And I had to tell my friend the story so she could get the whole rundown. And I'm like, you know what? I'm so proud of myself. I've been able to overcome everything to the point that now when they used to tell me to go away and I've been denied over 300 jobs for being black in this country, the greatest part about that is now I could deny them. When she said, oh, we want to know your availability. And the thing is, me, I'm so stupid. I hurry up and go to my schedule. And I'm like, damn, I'm only available Monday. But even if you were, Arsenio, you would have zero dignity if you ever went back to a fucking company that got back in touch with you 22 months later because they must have ran out of the blonde hair, blue eyed, fair skinned teachers. And I'm like, okay, Arsenio, how are you going to do this in a way that you could just like give them the biggest fuck you? All right, email them. Dear Yuan, uh, thank you so much for getting back in touch with me, although 22 months later. Due to me having so many clients and training at so many companies, I cannot take on workload at the moment. I do wish you all the best in your finding of a teacher, though. Best regards. It was the biggest smack in the face. Have you ever, has anyone in this fucking economy, can you imagine there are so many fair-skinned, blue-eyed teachers that would die for an email like that to hurry up and say, yes, I'm available every day. I'm not who I was back in January 20th of 2020. Mm Mm-hmm. See, I create jobs. See, I create everything. I mean, everything that's in my life right now. I've created the jobs. I've created my own economy. I am so good at what I do that I attract only high profile and high ticket people. You cannot afford me. Hell, the job that I work for right now, I'm trying to minimize the amount of output in hours I give this bullshit ass job because they pay me dog shit. Absolute dog shit. And it's not their fault. Thank you very much for the visa, but that's your description. See, when you put me on the work permit and the visa, that's your description, okay? That's not you going the extra mile and actually giving a fuck about me during covert. It's your description. A lot of people will say, oh, you got to be great. And I've said so many times I am, but guess what? That's your description. And guess what? I pay for the fucking visa. Oh, but if I don't agree, but you did because you know you need me, but you're going to pay me dog shit. So just leave it there. Now. However grateful I am for that job, I keep my hours limited. I love to cancel and I don't give a fuck because it's time wasting. It's time wasting teaching kids. 
there, there's no moving the needle forward in my career while I'm teaching kids. Yes, at some point I will be getting out of this and I will be able to do bigger things. And maybe, just maybe, I'll be able to, you know, coach full time at that company. And they'll be able to give me a work permit and a visa, maybe. And I'll never have to deal with this bullshit again. Maybe, just maybe. But nonetheless, I am so grateful for what I've had to overcome in this country. When you reach a level of fulfillment and a level of expertise where you're so high up at that top 1% and a job comes from the past 22 months ago, before COVID, before my transformation, before my life coaching, before the healing sessions, before my high performance, before everything, the biggest transformation that has ever happened in my life. And I, I kid you not, last year was absolutely biochemistry shifting, but this year was beyond monumental. One of the greatest years of my life. I'm sorry, the greatest year of my life. Last year was the second, although COVID did come, it was the transformation and everything I had to endure. Their greatest year, obviously 2019. 2018, that could be debatable. Better than 2017, yes. 2016 was better than 2018. But to see how, well, not, I, I, man, I don't know about that because there was a lot of racism I had to deal with that year too. But nonetheless, people, do you understand? I'm at such a point that old jobs, maybe they, maybe they know me, maybe they don't know me. But they're literally coming back 22 months later. I don't know fucking how. How are they even responding and getting in touch with me 22 months later? They must be very desperate for any teacher. And for me to say, uh, no, I'm not busy. Best of luck in you finding a teacher. Thank you. That had to be the biggest fucking face smack in the history of mankind. And it felt so good doing it. Even if that, even if I was available, I would tell them to fuck off. But I tell you one thing, if they came to me last April, last May, oh man, I would have jumped all over that. I would have been beyond excited because I didn't have any money. And I was just out there just searching for money and uh, waiting for people to give me opportunities. When in fact, I was the opportunity. People, tip number one, do not wait for anyone. Establish your four course of credibility in your field of endeavor. Become the top 1%. So you don't have to worry about anyone getting back in touch with you. And if they do, send an email like that. Oh, you know, sorry, but you really can't afford me. But I do wish you the best in luck and you know, you're finding of, uh, of a teacher. One of the greatest feelings in the world. And you know, the guy that actually referred me, I bet you at some point, if he's still here in Thailand, I don't know, I blocked that son of a bitch like two years ago. He's a, he's just a pathetic, a pathetic human being. Old guy, you know, old, anyone over 50 in Thailand and foreigner, they are toxic as fuck, right? And you know what? I think at some point, if he's still working there, they're probably going to say, hey, we got back in touch with Arsenio, but he denied our work. And he probably is like, I don't know. I don't, I don't talk to him anymore. I haven't talked to him in like a year and a half. Yeah, because I fucking quit your bullshit ass jobs. I don't need anyone to pay me anymore. I am attracting everyone already. And to be honest with you, coming up in January, I'm going to have three training companies paying me the highest ever. And if you don't fall anywhere in that four-figure category, you're not even going to have not even a bat of an eye. And if you fall like in the lower three-figure category, I'm going to tell you to fuck off. The greatest feeling in the world for me overcoming so much 
I can now deny jobs out here in Thailand because I am the top 1%. I'm your host as always, over and out.